This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Thursday, June 16th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Kelly. Here's today's headlines. Farm groups plead for water dollars. SCOTUS trims PAGA. Inflation politics and ag leaders head to the White House. Here's a programming note. You can register today for our free webinar, Farms Under Threat 2040, Choosing an Abundant Future. AgriPulse founder and editor Sarah Wyatt will moderate a discussion of a new American Farmland Trust report that details food security threats from a loss of U.S. farmland. That's June 29th at noon Eastern Daylight Time. You can register today at agripulse.com. Ag Coalition decries lackluster drought spending. Business and farm groups are sounding the alarm for the current water crisis and sharing disappointment with a lack of urgency in state budget plans. The strategy has been to shrink supplies and expect homes and businesses to do more with less. In a letter this week, they challenged the governor and lawmakers to set a goal for growing the water supply, as California has done for cutting carbon emissions, conserving land, and investing in renewable energy. We are merely managing economic decline, they warn, before listing a stream of dire reports on the drought, reduced groundwater pumping, and the crippled hydropower capacity. They bash Governor Newsom's $500 million for water as barely scratching the surface of what's needed and dismiss the Senate's $2.5 billion to boost environmental flows for not creating new water supplies. Among the requests, the coalition calls for a solid accounting of the actual storage capacity for the State Water Project and Central Valley Project, which were built with grossly over-optimistic hydrology projections. This would show the investment required to meet California's needs, they reason. SCOTUS handicaps PAGA lawsuits. The U.S. Supreme Court yesterday ruled federal law preempts a controversial California law that has opened a floodgate of lawsuits against employers. The ruling means that some claims must now go through the arbitration process outside of courts. The California Chamber of Commerce praised the ruling, saying businesses, workers, and consumers will benefit. California Attorney General Rob Bonta pointed out that the key aspects of the Private Attorneys General Act remain in effect. The legislature passed PAGA in 2004 as a means to increase enforcement of labor codes when understaffed state agencies cannot keep pace. Ag leaders head to White House for OSRA signing ceremony. U.S. Ag is expected to be one of the sectors that gains the most from the Ocean Shipping Reform Act that passed by a wide margin of the House of Representatives this week. Leaders of some of the biggest ag groups will be at the White House in the signing ceremony today. They include Kathy Byrne, CEO of the International Fresh Produce Association, Dave Puglia, President and CEO of Western Growers, Michael Dykes, President and CEO of the International Dairy Foods Association, and Jim Mulhern, President and CEO of the National Milk Producers Federation. This legislation empowers the Federal Maritime Commission to broadly regulate ocean shipping and ensure the timely delivery of perishable goods at all levels of the fresh produce supply chain. 
The International Fresh Produce Association said after the bill cleared Congress. Lots of data, but too little advice on using it, panel hears. Data on U.S. farming practices is plentiful, but more resources are needed to transform it into on-farm climate-smart recommendations for growers, witnesses told members of the House Agriculture Committee yesterday. Significant quantities of relevant research already exist, but adoption of new conservation practices has been slow. Sylvie Browder, past president of the Agronomy Society of America, told the committee, We urgently need new educational materials that accurately characterize on-farm benefits and a large new cohort of extension specialists and service providers, she said. Lawmakers spar over inflation ahead of vote. House Democrats hope to show voters today that they're trying to do something about soaring food and fuel prices. The House votes on a package of bills called the Lower Food and Fuel Cost Act that would, among other things, allow the year-round sale of E-15 and promote the use of precision ag practices. Lawmakers, quote, have received hundreds of thousands of communications from Americans about inflation, about how it's affecting them, their families, and their inability to accommodate their food needs or fuel needs. Representative Dean Phillips, a Minnesota Democrat, told reporters. Now, in earlier press conference yesterday, Republicans talked up a rival bill they introduced to roll back a number of regulatory measures that they say are hurting farmers and driving up the cost of inputs and energy. The provisions addressed issues ranging from the administration's rewrite of the waters of the U.S. rule to a climate disclosure rule pending at the Securities and Exchange Commission. Representative Lisa McLean, a Michigan Republican, acknowledged the GOP proposals would fall, quote, on deaf ears at the White House. Why don't we work together on some common sense solutions since he's going to blame us anyways? GAO, more work needed to address algal blooms. EPA isn't doing enough to identify and curb harmful algal blooms in inland waters. That according to a report from the Government Accountability Office, the agency, quote, has taken limited actions to forecast inland freshwater events, the report says. In particular, officials from seven states told GAO that EPA needs to issue advisory thresholds for more than just the two algal bloom toxins for which it has issued guidance. EPA and the National Oceanic Atmospheric Administration agreed with the recommendations. Well, here's today's She Said It. Californians should be aware of the unintended consequences of eliminating pest control tools. That Renee Pinnell, president and CEO of the Western Plant Health Association and a Cal Matters op-ed on a bill that would ban the non-agricultural use of neonicotinoids. Let's daybreak less for this Thursday, June 16th. For the latest news on Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Kelly.